Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 20 Nut Podcast. How you doing, honey? I'm doing really good. How are you doing? I am doing great. What an amazing week. Yeah, a week we've had, right? Yeah. We've had Easter, right? Mm-hmm. We've had our anniversary. Yep. So that was, um, it was a fun-packed weekend. You it know? was. It was a lot of fun. It was. We uh, did like a... Uh, I took off last Friday. I took off on Friday, mm-hmm. so that um, and, and you worked a little bit, a little bit of the day, yeah. you know. But then we basically spent the afternoon like on a long day date. Yeah, like a long, fun all day date. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. hung out and we were, did we did we went to the beach, right? We went. Well, we let's start. We went. We went kind of like shopping together. Yeah, just we walking went, around. Yeah. Um, we went like er, late lunch together mm-hmm. um then we did um we did go to the beach eventually yeah, yeah. like at, at the end we went we walked on the beach in the evening yeah. like that's kind of the fun yeah like how we end ended the the evening yeah i it was a little chilly it was windy it was it was it, we didn't realize how chilly it was till you get till out we on, get out there and the and wind is blowing and it's chilly and the, the water's kind of cold and you're like oof yeah. You know, usually if it's not too windy, I can I can stand it. But I'm a sissy when it comes to cold, in the cold water. But we like to do that because yeah. that's... Um, it's relaxing. That's how... We I mean, met. The beaches are... Not me, we is met. One of, it's one of our spots. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's how you proposed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we like to... Um, like and to it's one there. of my favorite places to mm-hmm. go, so you always make sure yeah, that you we, take we, me there. I do, yeah. Yeah. It's not one of my favorite places. But no, I, but you know it's mine, yeah, so you always, you more, always do a good job I, of... I'm more of a lake... Uh, pool guy. Yes. Although I do like the Gulf. I'm a Gulf of Mexico versus Atlantic Oceanside. Yes, but we happen to live on the Atlantic, so that's... For now. For <laughs> now. Yes. And then Easter weekend, it was great. Oh, you my know, gosh. It was Easter so much... Easter was phenomenal. It was. We had a great, obviously, it was a great service and at church and stuff, and then the kids came over. Um, they stayed really late. We played a bunch of... Or we played one game. We played a game. You know, yeah. but, <laughs> but, it, but it was a lot of fun just hanging out and stuff, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, we haven't had family dinner at our house in a while, so yeah. it was a lot of fun just having everybody fun. over yeah. and enjoying yeah. time with everyone. You did a great job on uh, on cooking. We we had some good friends, some, some of our best friends. They had a big Easter celebration Saturday night, and they had all this food left over. And so they were like, hey, do you want some of this stuff? You know, So they brought it over to us. Yes, you know? they happened to drop off yeah. a, 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 ton a thousand of, pounds yeah. of leftover Mexican <laughs> food. And we were always all about the Mexican yeah. food. Yeah, so we had, we had like corned beef. So I had already, yeah, bought all the stuff. And I made yeah. um, corned beef mm-hmm. and um, kind of like pot roast style corned yeah. beef. And um, I still made all that. And then we had the Mexican oh, as well. So. We just had a variety of food it was really good. for everyone. So, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was delicious. It, it was, was really it, good. And it was fun. It was a fun weekend yeah. and stuff like that. So so what do, um, what are we talking about today? Um, so, you know, we've covered a lot of really big topics over the past year or so. Mm-hmm. And we've had a couple of requests to do some kind of um, dig deeper into some of the more specific, mm. simpler topics. Mm-hmm. And um, so today we're going to talk about something really simple that happens to everyone. And that is... What happens when you get bored with each other? Mm. That's kind of a tough one, but also it does happen to almost everyone, doesn't it? It does. It does. And, you know, I think there's something, we get bored with a lot of things in life. Yeah. Um, and I, do you think that boredom has, like everything, has evolved, right? It was, it wasn't that it was harder um, to get bored when we were, you know, 
not to sound like an old old man, but like back in my day, <laughs> right. you know. Um, but you know, as we've gotten more stuff, as as we've evolved as people, we've gotten more stuff, and so our attention spans shrink because we have so much more things to do, and so our because sometimes when our I think when our attention spans shrink, our boredom can creep in easier. I agree. The the technology and the different things that mm-hmm. we, the, um, you know, all the, yeah, all the things that are fingertips and all of the, right. you know, everything that we have now makes boredom a little bit easier. Right. And, um, and that can be true for relationships yeah. as well. Yeah. Especially in a virtual world where, you, you know, yeah. that can be, um, yeah. a lot of our relationships are virtual. Mm-hmm. So, um, your spouse can become, it can be easy to get bored with yeah. with your spouse. Absolutely. Have you? Okay, so here's the big question: okay. Have you ever been bored in our marriage or with me? Um. Yeah. I mean, we've been married 29 years. Almost. We've been together 30. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But that's never gotten in the way of really anything. You know. Mm-hmm. Kind of evolved in stuff, right? Yeah. Whether it was, you know, sex. <laughs> You know, <laughs> whether it was just how we communicate, right. things we'd like to do, you know, sometimes that's just age, you know, yeah. you know, back in the day when we would go out, you know, we would, we would like partay, you know, like yeah. a long time, you know, we'd shut clubs down, you know, that this is true and, or, or bars, you know, we'd shut them down. Now, now we have to even like, like last Friday night, we were like, okay, we can't go home yet. It's still daylight. Yes, this is true. <laughs> You know, but you know, but now we'll change those times for just um, a drive. We'll change those times for watching a show together. You know yeah. that we both like. So, absolutely. So yeah. okay. So you know, and some people don't even know mm-hmm. that they're bored because mm-hmm. they don't recognize what that looks like in their marriage. So I'm going to give us some signs of how do you know if mm-hmm. you're bored in your marriage? Okay. So here's a couple. Um, the first one is if you don't feel interested mm-hmm. about. Um, their feelings, um, their interests, or their life in general anymore. Mm. If you don't have that, you know, um, come home from work and I, I don't even care about your interests anymore. Right. That That's a number one sign. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is, are you paying as much attention to each other as you did in the beginning? Mm. Um, you know, that's a really common one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we see that a lot when... Um, you know, we jumped in the boat as soon as we got married and we had kids or we had, you know, and so, you know, we had Christopher, then we had Courtney, then a few years later we had Corey, you know, and then we had Chloe, yeah. you know, and so um, sometimes a married couple, so so for us, and there's a lot of folks our age who had kids younger who, have yeah. now, who are now experiencing that empty nesters thing. Right. You know, so they've had kids and activities their whole marriage mm-hmm. you know and so now they've hit a spot going okay there's no buffer anymore and you know now what yeah they've either grown apart mm-hmm. and they just don't know enough about it, each other and sometimes that's boredom sitting in you know yeah. and, and it's we haven't evolved as a couple you haven't evolved to and to know that it's really okay to be bored you know yeah um and it's not like a taboo thing or whatever be like hey listen i you know um we need to spice it up, you know, not yeah. necessarily in the bedroom, but we need to spice some things up. You have to remind me of that, uh, like when we go on dates. Yeah. Because I get in such a habit of, because I like the same things. The same things. You the know. same food off the menu. Because the I'm very, very comfortable. Very same place, right. yes. But so, that can yeah. lead to some some emotional and mental boredom. In Absolutely. Our, you know? so. Yeah. 
Um, all right, the next one says, um, when you think about the future, does it make you feel uneasy or unhappy? That can be a sign mm, of boredom, yeah. too. I, I mean, you, you and I look forward to retirement. You know, um, not that, you know, w we looked forward to our kids being out of the house. You know, yeah. maybe not being out of the house. No, but like when I saw my future down the road, mm, I always yeah, saw same. you in it. Like we same. always yeah. planned together. Absolutely. Um, and that was one of the things that I knew. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, we, mm -hmm. we always planned that way. So yeah. when you look down the road, mm -hmm. are you looking with your spouse or you, do you just see you? Right. And are you only planning for yourself? Right. I, I, yeah, I think about it like in the terms of golf, right? Right. So sometimes guys want to hit this point where like, man, I can't wait to go play golf on Saturdays or Sundays or, mm -hmm. or do my golf league during the week. Right. But, um, you know, so are you look as a man, are you looking forward to those times when you're just hanging out by yourself, Yeah. you know, and not inviting your spouse into those things, yeah. you know? Um, or is it just like, I can't wait to go play golf and then go home to be with my spouse, you know? Yeah. What's your spouse, what's your wife going to do? Just sit at home while you go play golf? Exactly. And you know? actually that's the next one. It says, are you happier spending time with other people instead mm -hmm. um, or more stimulated by other things? Yeah. Um, that's a really important thing to pay Absolutely. attention to. That, that, I mean, that's one of the reasons I, some, people ask me all the time, like, do you still play golf? I'm like, very rarely, you know, because I've, I've realized that, um, like I missed you, yeah. you know, I miss those, I miss those times of, you know, just hanging out with you or maybe not, we're not hanging out, but we're in the same house. We're around each other, yeah. you know, and stuff like that, you know, and honestly, like I've, when you play, I love to ride, ride in the yeah, car with you. Absolutely, like, I yeah. think that's a lot of fun. I right. don't play cause right. I'm, I can't swing a golf club right. anymore, but, um, I love watching and I love going to right. sit in the cart with you. Right. Well, so you just like, you just like what I wear. I mean, I do. The little shorts are, are great. I do like that. You look great in those shorts, babe. Just saying. Thanks. Um, it, the next one says, do you, have, do you have anything in common anymore? Mm. I, you know, that's a great question, too. You know, that's, a, that's an evolved question, too. I, yeah. You know, um, and we'll get to the house here in a little bit. But, yeah. But that's always a great question, you know. Um, because there's some examples that come right to my head where you and I have evolved in certain things. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, when you're younger, when you're first dating or when you're first married, it's like you you can find a lot of things in mm -hmm. common. And then, but as you grow, it, things may change. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that could be where the boredom sets mm -hmm. in. Like, yeah. you know, you're each finding separate things to do all the time. Absolutely. The last one says, um, do you have a hard time finding things to talk about? And this one's really important. I mean, if you're sitting down at the end of your day and you don't have anything to talk about with your spouse, um, that's a problem. Absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, here's the thing, too. As people, we evolve and stuff like that. But also, you know, there's so much to talk about, you know, outside of your kids, you know, or outside of your family drama, you know, if you have any. You know, there's so much to talk about. The news, you know, the... The world today, the um, what's going on in your own community, you know, uh, your faith, you know, or just how you feel in general. Yeah. How you, you know, like how you doing? You yeah, know? yeah, that's a really okay question to ask. God, you know, we don't really answer that well all the time, but no, but I mean, honestly, yeah. women can answer that usually in a second when yeah. they're talking to their friend. Right? Why can't you tell your spouse that? Why? Why? Well, yeah, that's, that's a great question. You know? Yeah. If you can't sit down and tell your spouse that, yeah, 
then yeah there's yeah. something going on there yeah yeah maybe it's a trust issue maybe you, you don't you're not emotionally ready to share that with your spouse yeah or your husband yeah Almost knocked over your coffee. You did. That'd be prob- that, right. that would be a problem. <laughs> that would be a we problem. We would certainly be talking about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to the house. Okay, so then, yeah, so the question is, now that you know, you've, once you've identified the problem, how do you fix it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, body language, um, eye contact, that's very important when mm-hmm. communicating. You sit down with them, you want to look at them in the eye. That's mm-hmm. really important because then you know right. that they're listening to you. Right, Active right, right. listening is very important. That's okay. number one. Number two is make intentional time. Um, for each other to share and to talk. Yeah. Um, cause if you're not making time, mm-hmm. then that could be the reason why you're not connecting. Yeah. You, you, I was watching an interview the other day with, with our son, Christopher, um, and, and him and I had this, he loves wrestling, right? Uh-huh. Um, but we love like old school wrestling too, right? Yeah. And so Stone Cold has, Stone Cold Steve Austin has his podcast and his YouTube channel that he does. And he was interviewing this guy, um, his name was Bubba Ray Dudley for the WWE guy. WWE guy, and so it was a really interesting kind of exchange because you would think like a, a Stone Cold is not like a Steve Austin is not like this evolved man, you know, that you're going to see like you know intellectually, you know, giving these speeches at Harvard, you know, mm-hmm. but he was a phenomenal active listener, you know, and you could tell that by his body language. You know, but he had notes, but you could just tell him actively listening, you know, and it was really pretty cool to, obviously they have a business in common, you Mm -hmm. know, but it was really pretty cool to watch and listen to him be active listeners, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's always processes of how to be an active listener, you know, to to really kind of, you can say, oh, just drain your mind and just listen, you know, but sometimes it's okay when you're actively listening to not want to jump in and answer the question, but maybe go, oh, wow, you know, um, I, you know, kind of maybe repeat the question back and say whatever that sounds like. But being an active listener is one of those evolved things, you know, does that make sense? It does for sure. Yeah. yeah you want to make sure that you're not jumping in and interrupting and you're, mm-hmm. you're actually listening. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next one says to take a trip together. Mm. Um, <sighs> that's fun. a really good one to do. Oh. Um, Making sure that there's some fun stuff, that, and and we'll get to the, the the rest of these are a lot of really fun things. But um, that's something that I always recommend to couples that I'm counseling mm-hmm. is um, in any any way, any time that you're trying to fix a marriage issue, mm-hmm. um, fun things are all should always be on the list mm-hmm. because it always helps stimulate new growth in your marriage. Right. Well, um, so, but you know that look at our kids, you know. Um, we'll start with Chloe, right, and her boyfriend Aaron, mm-hmm. right. That's something we recommended to them to do, right? Not recommended them to do, but so they went to see Aaron's brother and sister-in-law up in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Was it over the summer? It was, I think. Yeah, yeah. and so um, which we were totally cool with, you know, um, and um, there was boundaries and you know whatever. But we recommended it because if this is if they're going to be long term together and take the next stages of engagement and marriage, they need to know what it's like to take an eight-hour road trip from state to state to state to be in a car together where there's 8,000 things that could go wrong. Sure. You know, um, look at Courtney and TJ, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they travel together, right? And they would, you know, they travel together now. They do adventures together. They go to Disney, Epcot together, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey and uh, Kylie, you right. know, they travel... <laughs> 
They were in Wisconsin back in like February for like a wedding where it was negative 10 degrees, yes. you know? And so, but they traveled together, yeah. you know, that's another sign that like, it, it, so, uh, you know, you and I have done a great job of traveling together and kind of working those kinks out, you know, yeah. while we're traveling. You know, I, I remember that was probably our first biggest fight. Do you remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> we were coming back. In your stupid car. <laughs> We were coming back from uh, we were coming back to New Jersey from Florida. Yeah. And it was me, you, and Christopher. Yes. And I forget what we. Um, I'm a I'm a very controlling driver. Yes, very much so. And very, pa- I'm not very passive aggressive. I'm just a very aggressive driver. Very aggressive. And you weren't driving on the highway as aggressively as I would, and so I took some anger out on you. And you pulled the car over, and you were like, "Well, damn, you effing drive yourself then." And so there I was, 18 hours all by myself. So I, that, that was my, that you were like, I'm not doing it, you know? Yes. So <laughs> I, we had, yes, we had an argument and yeah. I made you drive the rest yeah. of the way. Yeah. But it was one of those growth things. Yeah, you know? for sure it was. You know, um, but I still drive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you like to, but we talk and stuff and hang out while we're driving. No, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's probably one of, and we've talked about this before on, mm. on our podcast. It is probably one of the funnest things that we get to do together mm-hmm. is and it's our talking place we yeah. drive and we talk together all yeah. the time in the car Absolutely. Um, but i mean any kind of trip together mm-hmm. would be you don't have to take a road trip you, right. could, you could go on a cruise together you right. could go away for the weekend get a yeah. cabin together you could do whatever absolutely. you want anything that works for you absolutely um the next thing is a really cool one um take a class together or learn something together um mm. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. It could be a cooking class. It could be yeah. a um, a dance class. Right. Could literally be anything that you guys want to do together. Right. Um, but it because it also not only you're not only learning something together, but then you can talk about it together. You can do it together afterwards. It could be um, yeah. Shoot, it could be a learn how to do taxes together. It could be whatever Ooh. you want. I know that sounds <laughs> terrible, but it could be anything you want to do together. Whatever your common you, interests are. You, you know what I like about the cooking thing is um in some of those some of those style of things mm-hmm. um you're working together as a team yes i i think going back to that hey are you bored sometimes you get bored because you don't know how to work together as a team right you know how to co-parent together here take your son here take you know go change you know blah 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 all these things right but you forget how to work together as a team yeah you know the kind of those ins and outs you know and how you kind of just have to move together and realistically learn how to trust wholeheartedly every you know the person next to you yeah you know i I totally agree i absolutely agree um the next one is do three fun new things together so each of you pick one, and then for the third one, you decide together what that would be. Hmm. So, like, if I were to pick something, then you'd have to do it. And then you right. pick something, I would have to do it. And then on the third one, we decide together, and mm-hmm. then we do that thing together. So, like, over a year, six months? It could be over a week, could be over mm-hmm. a month, could be whatever your own timetable like is. That. But um, That takes the – if you're a controlling person, that takes the control. Right. You know, and that puts that 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 kind of alleviates that. You know, but that kind of puts the ball in somebody else's court to be like, but then that, that becomes that trust factor too. It also, um, mm. you know, you have sometimes you have those spouses that never make a decision. Yeah. It also make it forces them to to make a decision and choose something and do it, because um, there are some people who are like, oh no, I don't. You choose. You choose. I, I <laughs> I'll let you decide. Right. And that can be boring and annoying mm. for the other spouse to be the one who always makes the decisions. So you want to make sure that everyone's being uh, doing their part. 
Um, the next one is send or give each other a surprise gift. Mm. Um, and that doesn't mean that surprise gift late at night, fellas. I mean, it could be. <laughs> you know, if you're... Right. If that's, you know, something you know your spouse would really like. Right. You know, surprise them. <laughs> right. You know, if, if I know... That would be a great gift for you. You could come home... No, I'm saying like you could oh. come home one night and I could be totally naked and ready ready oh, for sex. That man. would be a great let's, gift for you. Let's go. Right? I let's, mean, that would be a yeah. good gift for you. It's a great gift. It doesn't, have to, be, it doesn't have to cost anything. Gifts can be no, whatever I, you want them I to agree. be. I agree. I, I like that gift all day, all all the time. Yeah. So, what I mean, whatever right. whatever the yeah. gift would be. could be anything. Yeah. could be flowers. It could yeah. be candy. It could be a, a new a diamond bracelet. It mm. could be whatever you want. Doesn't have, it could cost money. It could not. Yeah. Whatever you want it to be. Maybe sometimes for us guys, it's a... Maybe it's just, you know, instead of grilling, you know, maybe it's like taking your turn, not taking a turn in the kitchen, but just cooking in the kitchen. Exactly. You know, maybe it's at cleaning up the dishes or dusting or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, you know? totally. So. The last one is kind of a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, get out an old photo album and look at photos together mm-hmm. and then talk about the memories in it. Yeah. Or if you don't have a photo album, go through, like, old Facebook right. photos and memories and look at them together and then talk about them. Because sometimes stimulating those old, this is what we did together mm-hmm. things reminds you of, you know, <laughs> why you fell in love and right. some of the old things that you did together. And it might it might give you some ideas on some new things to do together. Yeah. I, that's what I love about, like, looking at our old photos from when we lived in New Jersey. Yeah. You know, and, and what I loved about where we lived in New Jersey was we had access to go anywhere you know, um, from uh, the city to, to to New York City, you mm-hmm. know, to taking a train to, you know, um, the Jersey. We lived near the beach, but like. Yeah, you could go further down the yeah, shore. You, down the shore. You, yeah. can, you can take a train to, to Philly, mm-hmm. you know. And so there was always a lot to do, you know, within access, you know. And so I always look back and go, wow, that was a lot. Of, that was a great time, you know. Yeah. It taught, it, it taught me or us to get out of our shell and to do things and stuff like that. It, it was a time when we didn't have a lot of money either. Yeah. And so just walks up and down the boardwalk meant the world, you know. Absolutely. Um, stuff like that. So, But then I look back and there's times when, like, so we didn't have a car. So where I would walk to work. I would, not, not that I would trans, like, like walk. 20 miles in the snow, blah, blah, blah. You <laughs> right, know, it wasn't that far. It, wasn't, it was like a mile and a half, yeah. you know. And, and the, the, those the, the, those times remind me of the dreaming and the thought processes that I thought about walking from our house in Bradley Beach to where I worked at of going, one day, I'm not going to worry about having a car. One day, I want to do this. One day, as a family, we're going to live here. And it would it, it, be really cool to do these things, right? And so were they exactly how I imagined? No, but they've actually worked out better. Yeah, You know, absolutely. and so I look back and I go, wow, that sucked walking to work in the rain, you know, and, and not just like, like, uh, like regular rain, but stinging rain, sideways <laughs> rain, you know. Okay, that's a, Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Forrest Gump. Yes, I guess. But, but I mean, but you used to walk in the rain too. Yeah, you all know? the time. But so you would, um, sometimes you would get a ride home from work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you would, um, you were very brave, you know, where, I mean, I would wait up for you, you know, or walk out and meet you halfway, you know, um, but you would walk home from work in the dark, you know? Yeah. You, you know, so, but... Um, but I, I mean, yeah, I grew up there, so I was used to it. Yeah, and yeah. but yeah, you'd go from there to the train station. Yeah, before, yeah, all the time. Yeah, so yeah. I think it was a little different for me, but that's fine. Yeah, it was like a few blocks away. Yeah, you know, so. 
But yeah. So, but you, you know what this reminds me of? Actually, I was sharing this with you a little bit ago before we got started. But uh, what I heard Mike Tyson say on a podcast. I'm not going to talk about the Amazon, okay, um, Amazon warrior. Okay. You know, that's for another time. Okay, you know, okay. the, save the, that story. The the, the she of, of 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 the days. You know, but uh, he, Mike Tyson on this podcast and this and he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and and he was talking about they were talking about uh, how we've evolved from trying and wanting to do new things. You know, to being scared to new, to try and do new things. Right. And so I think that's where boredom sets in. We're scared to try new things. You know, we don't want to fail at things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We don't want to fail at our marriage, so, but we'd rather fail at our marriage than try something new that, to, ref, to, to help ref, uh, to refuel or, or to catch a flame, to, you know, refresh, re- refresh our marriage, yeah. right? And so Mike Tyson was talking about, he goes, I'm scared to try everything, <laughs> you know, he, he goes, and, uh, and it was funny because it's Mike Tyson, you know, right, yeah. he's the one who said, uh, everybody uh, is uh, not afraid to get hit until you get hit, yeah, <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> you know, but, um, but he said, he goes, but he goes, but I've had, I, I have the attitude of, of, um, of, even though I know I'm scared to try new things of, I go in it with the attitude of not, uh, not showing that I'm scared to try new things yeah you know so so when boredom starts to set in men and ladies don't be scared to try new things you know you 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 may be scared to try new things but act like you're not scared to try new things because what you're doing is you're showing your spouse that you're willing to try new things so that you so that you don't create this place of boredom yeah well and and the other thing you're showing them is that they're worth it because that's right um you know in the end it's your relationship and the other person that matters more than your mm-hmm. fear. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's really good. So, cool. Well, y'all have a great week. Thank you so much for joining us again. Those, the, I, I love the subject, honey, because because married people don't talk about it a lot. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's one thing to talk about in counseling or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. which is great, you know. But um, actually, we talk about it a lot in our marriage group, you know, um, that, that we have in our church, yeah. you know. We talk a lot about that, you know. Um, and so it's it, – um, so we're very transparent, you know. And so um, I, I, I think it's where a lot of couples grow to and stay instead of growing to and then growing out of. Yeah. You know, Agreed. so – All right. Well, y'all have a great week. We will see y'all next time. And uh, thank you.